Aloha everyone and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host Chad Owens. Happy Wednesday, midweek peak of the week. And I know you are all in your groove. Um, look, we've got another exciting show for you guys today as always. But before we get into it, I want to give a huge mahalo once again to Long's Drugs for all of their support of the show. Let's continue to support local and making Long's Drugs a part of our days. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. The Augusta Masters is back, and it wouldn't be the same without Tiger Woods, uh, who is back again to uh, compete at, uh, for another uh, you know, Masters jacket. Look, last year was a big surprise for everyone you know, that, that Tiger was even able to play. Right, coming off of that horrific car accident, where his leg was near amputation, and he was able to battle back from that. Um, although with a, you know, limp the entire course, he made it through. You know, Tiger's, um, you know, this is going to be his 25th uh, appearance at the Masters, uh, and yeah, they're saying the 24th last year was a big surprise, and he is currently um, sitting behind Fred Couples, who has the most, uh, you know, who made the cut the most, 23 times has made the Masters cut, and Tiger Woods is looking to join him, um, you know, with this year. So, look, golf is better with Tiger Woods. You know, although, yeah, he's not the same powerhouse dominant Tiger Woods we all remember in his prime, but he's, it's his presence. Tiger Woods. When I think of golf, I think of Tiger Woods. And so, um, I know he's, he's okay with where he's at right now in his career. He said that, but... That, that fire to win, that competitor, will always be in there. And he said, he said this before, and he said it again. You know, I, I wouldn't be here if I didn't think I had a chance at winning. So I know all you golf fans are, are excited uh, for this weekend. And Tiger Woods, man, nobody knows that course better than Tiger himself. So we're all excited to see him back out there. It turned out to be a costly national championship for UConn as they are the men's national basketball champions and um, man, students went to town on campus in celebration breaking windows taking down light poles ripping down signs uh, I mean students were arrested hospitalized uh, although there were no serious injuries um, they celebrated by just tearing up the campus which yeah, I mean, you don't want to see that, but, you know, they don't have a football field to come storming on and ripping down a goalpost, so I guess they, you know, went on campus and, and just went at it there. Uh, but look, I'm sure the university, um, although they, you know, don't want these types of actions to happen, they're not going to trade a championship, right? They're thrilled to be champions. Uh, and let's not forget, man, that's probably bringing in and generating a lot of money, you know, for, for the school. So they're going to use some of that championship money to, to, to clean that up anyway. But um, look, congratulations to UConn, your 2023 men's national champions. Our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior baseball team is back home uh, after that road trip. And where we suffered that unfortunate loss, man, a walk-off homer in the 10th inning, uh, you know, but I talked about that on Monday. We learned from that, uh, but we're back home 
right? We get to erase what happened. We get to move forward as we host Cal um, State Bakersfield. And, you know, we're 13 and 10 overall, three and three in the Big West. And we've got plenty of baseball left to play, right? Our goal of winning the Big West is still there, still attainable. Um, and yeah, we, we were on a hot streak. We got paused a little bit over the weekend. It was a great game, but we have an opportunity to sort of get back rolling again this week. So look, man, have a great week of work. Um, I know we've already been putting it in, so continue to do that. And come game time, hey, let's go out there and play like a championship team that we know that we are. All right, let's go Bows. Our UH men's basketball team lands a grad transfer who spent the last, you know, couple of seasons uh, at the top two ACC schools, Virginia and North Carolina. I got my guy Steven Sai with me to go over this exciting news. Check it out. All right. Hey, I got my guy Steven Sai, the sports guru, joining me here once again on the show. Steven, how you doing, man? Doing well. How are you doing? Are you still seeing as clear as you oh, were the other yes. week? Yes. The rose-colored <laughs> glasses, though, are gone. I'm a little sad about that, but uh, yes, I can see clearly now. Hey, if you know, if wearing glasses is your, is your thing, Steve, you know they have non-prescription glasses. You could just wear it just for like, know, swag, I, I, swag purposes. I watch the NBA. I see how some of those guys go up there with fake glasses. <laughs> anyway, talking about NBA, talking about basketball, that's why I brought you on. We just scored a grad transfer from yes. who played at two of the top schools in the ACC, right? right. Justin McCoy, 6'8", 220. He played for Virginia and for the past two seasons, he was at North Carolina. How did we get this kid? Well, there's some ties there. The um, uh, McCoy's um, mentor is close friends with John Montgomery, the associate head coach at UH. And also McCoy went to high school with uh, Juan Munoz, who's who's seeking an eighth year, unprecedented eighth year of basketball UH. He's, he's coming off an Achilles injury. Before that, he had his third ACL injury, but he's trying to come back. But anyway, they're teammates, and Munoz just spoke so highly of UH, and this guy says, hey, you know, I've, I've played in great programs. I've played in the rotation of great programs because, you know, he played a lot of games with Virginia and North Carolina, but the thing is he said, I want to play. I want to play real minutes and everything. Why he's giving him his chance, and you know, sometimes you have to go down to go up, and I think uh, I think this is one of those tales where he's going to be a guy who's going to provide you know a lot of experience, a lot of physical play, and he can also shoot outside, and I think that's what Hawaii needs uh, because this guy in his high school, he's the leading scorer in his high school in North Carolina. North Carolina high schools are very good in basketball. He was their career leading scorer there, and I think a lot of times when people talk about well Hawaii's offense. Um, kind of struggle a little bit and you know you're asking guys you know to play well and to score but I don't know if a lot of guys have really great scoring backgrounds this guy has a great ah. scoring background that's kind of what you have to do sometimes you need guys you know who've scored a lot you know not just the potential and everything but guys who can actually score and this guy can score yeah I mean and that's amazing I mean that's you know you look at a guy at that kind of presence right 6'8 220 I mean LeBron James is 6'8 He's two, what? I think LeBron's 250, though, 260, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit more, slightly bigger, but 6'8", that can shoot the rock, that can score. And what, what that does, that draws attention, right? When, in basketball, when you draw double teams, somebody is open. 
somebody's sitting wide open, right? Whether it's under the basket or on the wing or in the corners, right? So I think adding a piece like this just opens up uh, the entire offense. And you know what? Hoy's got really good shot blockers in Bernardo da Silva. Close, he's six nine, but he's got a seven foot two reach, and then a little wingspan, wingspan, <laughs> seven foot two wingspan, and also Morsek, a seven one guy who can jump and block and everything. Now you're adding another piece, so you've got the shot blocking, the rim protecting there. Now you've got a physical guy who can, you know, be aggressive in the post and also kind of attacking, you know, body up some guys and break through some screens and everything. I think now you're solving. Hoy's always been a really good defensive team. You've got that part. But now you, you, now there's going to be some offense there. And if you can open it up inside, if they just got some score inside and everything, that opens up the outside shooters. And why, you know, that should help Noel Coleman. And, and they also recruit a guy out of Yale, um, Marcus uh, Cotton. Um, um, I'm sorry, Matthew Cotton. Um, uh, uh, he's a great shooter. He's coming off an injury, but another great outside shooter. And that's what Hawaii's, you know, known for, played inside outside basketball. Yeah, I love it. I mean, and I just love our chances. Like going, you know, and that's the great thing. I talk about this on the show, Stephen, about this, you know, past year, our men's and women's team. Hey, we didn't achieve the ultimate goal. And what's the ultimate goal in college basketball? Hey, go win a national championship. You know, we've been there in the tournament before, uh, but we don't want to just keep just showing up to the first round. We want to move on, right? We want to, we, we want our name on that list. Uh, the brackets in the sweet 16. We, we want to give ourselves that chance. And I think every year, you know, you get to learn, you get to see the teams that's winning, right? Who's the national champion? Okay, what are they doing? Uh, and then we get to go into the off season and build and bring in a grad transfer like a, a Justin McCoy, right? To continue to add to the pieces, uh, you know, in the hopes of getting better. Because that's the goal every off season, right? Is to get better, to give yourself a chance to to move forward uh, late in the season. And, you know, a lot of people talk about the transfer portal and everything, and it kind of hurts that people, you know, just come and go. They're not here for a long time. But you know what? It also helps teams that lose players. It helps teams that suffer frustration and want to rebuild. Right now, you can rebuild very fast. You don't have to wait a long time. And you can rebuild with, you know, sure, if you can recruit high school players, it takes a while for them to develop unless, you know, you know unless you're getting a LeBron or, you know, I mean, it just takes so long to rebuild with a high school player, and it and and JC's it could be a little bit of trouble. I mean, but, but now they've got everything now. Now, when you recruit and you want to build, you can get high school, you can get junior colleges, and you can just pick off players that the uh, you know the top power programs you know just don't have a right fit with their players, and so it's an easier to rebuild. And the one thing that Iran does, and sometimes people get a little uh, impatient with his patience but the deal is Iran wants to find the good fit he wants good guys so a lot of times you know a lot of um uh, amateur recruiters or guys in the court you know guys sitting at home like me can just sit there and say well this guy's in the portal let's grab him but you know it's all about relationships it's all about finding the right fit you just can't just grab anybody and hope it fits and it makes it work you know and you've got to have a connection to even get that person I think Hawaii does a very good job of trying to screen people, finding the right guys that they want because they've had really good guys. They've had good players. And I think now with the portal, you can rebuild faster and get good guys and good players, um, good people quicker. Yeah. And I, and I love that approach, Stephen, because they're not just transferring to any school. They're coming to Hawaii, right? Where our culture is different, right? Our, the way we do things is a little bit different. You know, and, and it takes the right kind of people to be part of this 
group, you know, and, and I know, hey, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, they're building all of that, you know, um, you know, th those, those, those Ohana based sort of locker rooms. And, and I love it, you know, and you have, I've been on teams, Stephen, where good player, but just a cancer for the room, you know, and, and we can't reach our max potential because, you know, of this one person and coaches weed that out real quick. And once you weed out those, those types of, you know, players that don't fit into your locker room, Hey, you, you start reaching your max potential and it's a beautiful thing. And so I'm, I love the approach that, uh, you know, coaches take and it's gotta be thought out. You gotta ask the questions. You gotta use your network to find out more about this individual. And at the end of the day, if it fits and the player wants to be part of this and he understands the culture, beautiful, right? It's a win-win for everybody. So well, and you know what? You, you also know, you also know football and everything with anything related to UH, they gotta pass the poke test. If you got a guy, if he comes over, first of all, if he won't even try poke, first of all, he's gonna love it. But if he doesn't even try it, you can't be a teammate with a guy like that. You can't be a teammate with a guy. <laughs> How's the guy going to go over the middle and catch a ball if he can't, he's afraid of raw fish? You know, you got to get guys who want to try different things, experience. And you know what? You only have so much time to be in, in enjoy life and be in college. You might as well experience everything, especially in Hawaii. People pay thousands of dollars, spend their whole life planning to come to Hawaii. If you, if you get this offer to come here and play, you got to eat the poke. You got to try it. And you got to be a guy who loves people. And people in Hawaii will love you back. And not only that, they don't love you for two, four years. They love you the rest of your life if you're a good guy. If you're not a good guy, we don't even care about you anymore. But you got to be a good guy, <laughs> a good person. And I think that's the one thing. And it all starts with what do you put on your plate? What are you going to try? Yeah. And, and I can just see this being something for like a rookie thing, like an initiation. All rookies from the mainland, you come here, you don't know what's going on. You sit down and out comes the pokeballs, the raw fish. Hey. <laughs> You got to eat it. Right? I, I think that'd be a pretty cool segment to watch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen some guys that uh, have had their first taste and, you know, that face, but you, you got to try at least. You got to try everything in a way, right? Yeah, is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is the melting pot, and that's that's one of the things that's going to be on your plate. Yeah, and I, and I, I feel that's why Justin McCoy is excited to, to, to come here. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to be in Hawaii? You know, it's a vacation destination, but not only that, the people like we talked about, the culture, and in a bit of, you know, have an opportunity to get the minutes that, that you're looking for. You know, all we want to do is play. As athletes, all we want to do is play. We want to play. We want to showcase our talents, and, and we want to help our team win a championship. We want to, you know, being on the team isn't enough for athletes, Stephen. It's not enough. We came here to play. Like, I want to play and showcase my skills. Right. So that to me is, is a huge win, huge opportunity for Justin. He's going to come here. He's going to be able to do his thing. Um, and like I said, hopefully it, it helps us get to that next step as a basketball program. Yeah. And yeah, you know, Hawaii's also had a couple of um, guys who are on the bench who left. And the one thing I, I and, and you as a father knows this, and you as, as a guy who's a walk on knows this, th there's nothing better than having someone pay for school for you. And you know, maybe maybe you're not happy sometimes with your role. You can always be – there's always a role for people on every team. But um, but the main thing is if you can come out of college with no debt or very limited debt, you win. 
because you know when Sally Mae is not your friend. Taking out a loan is not good. You know, you can't even declare bankruptcy. You, you can die and they'll follow you right to your grave. They'll probably build you a mortician <laughs> or something. College loans are not fun. If, if you can come out of college without debt, with an education, you're ahead in the game. And I don't, yeah. you know, if you can get that, getting a scholarship playing basketball or playing football or playing anything or, you know, whatever you get, you got to take advantage of it and make sure if you're going to leave here, it's fine if you want to go and you want to find other things, but make sure you have some place to go. Somewhere will pay for your education or somewhere where you'll finish it getting good education. Because if not, you know, you've really done a disservice to yourself and your parents. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. And your so, mortician. Yeah, with that, athletes, make sure you guys be very smart with, with your decisions. You know, that's that's what we're yeah. talking about here. Because uh, you, know, you remember your first scholarship check. That was the most beautiful hey, thing. Hey. <laughs> it was a, that was a huge blessing. So. Uh, but hey, but you got to put in the work, right? You got to show up. Yes. You got to make plays, Stephen. You don't get the scholarship if you're not making plays. And you know what? You don't get the NIL check if you don't you don't make plays either. So it all comes. It's all tied together. Now you can just get you can get your school paid for, and you can get rich. But you got to put yeah. in the work. Yeah, yeah, you got to. You know, no one's, no one's paying for an image of a guy who's sitting on the bench or or is not working <laughs> hard. You can well, you can sit on the bench. I mean, hey, unless hard. he's like a like a model looking like yeah. you know good looking dude like and he can really just you know his face is what they're paying for. You know that's. That could be a possibility. <laughs> yeah, that's why, you know, sports writers don't get NIL deals. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? Hey, come on. Hey, I know there's a company out there that want to shout out, want to give Steve inside an opportunity, yeah. man. Look at this yeah, guy. I, I can only show up at parties if they're looking for a William Hung lookalike. <laughs> Shabang. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, anyway, Steven, that's, that's all, all right. the time we got, man. I appreciate okay. it. As you always, thank one. you so much. And welcome, right, Justin McCoy. All right. Take care. All right, right. Stephen. Talk to you later. Aloha. All right. Thanks a lot, Chad. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in with me here today on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Look, huge mahalo again to Long's Drugs for all of their support of the show. Let's continue to support local and making Long's Drugs a part of our days, guys. And we got a couple more days left in this week. Right, I'm going to see you all come Aloha Friday, and I want you to come at this after winning another week. We've got a couple of days of work left. Let's finish strong, and I'll see you then. Aloha. <laughs>